That's not in the cartoon, right? Mm-mm. No. That was a really good change. That was a really great change. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, like a like really big twist. Like it's mm-hmm. like, oh my gosh, wait, what? Yeah. It's incredible. Yeah. yeah. Those like those are the changes that they like that like really enhanced the show. Um, like people always ask like adaptations, like how, what did this add to the original story? And I'm like, this is like I do think this um, live action added to the story for that reason. Like the 41st adds so much mm-hmm. to the original story. And we are live with another episode of The Keeg Talks. Today, The Keeg Talks, Netflix's Avatar, The Last Airbender. I'm your host, Dimitri Pereira. And on today's episode, I got three guests, obviously, to talk about um, everything uh, that had to do with this show, this adaptation. If you're watching us live, you're watching us on twitch.tv slash the Keeg Show or youtube.com slash the Keeg Show. Um, or maybe you're listening to the podcast uh, wherever you get your podcast from. If you're listening to the podcast, you can't see our guests because that's not how podcasts work. Uh, so let me introduce them. First, uh, she watches everything. We got Mario watches everything. Mario, what's up? Hi, I do watch everything. And I watched Avatar the last the first time a month ago. So the cartoon, the, yeah, for the first time ever, um, ever, ever in my adult life. So then I watched Legend of Coral right after, and it was like just in time for the live action. And I didn't plan it this way, I promise. Um, I was watching Avatar, watching Korra, and they're like, Hey, did you know the live action is about to come out? And I was like, No way. So it worked out like perfectly. I finished Legend of Korra, and then the live action came out. So, okay, all right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm very excited once I introduce everybody how we all kind of got into this. Um, so, Maria, uh, glad to have you back. Yeah, thanks. Glad yeah. to be back. <laughs> um, also back uh, for another time, but it's also been, I, I don't know how long it's been, Sarah, but we got Sarah, a.k.a. Movies and Tea. Uh, Sarah B, Movies and Tea. Um, yeah. <laughs> how, how's it going? It's going pretty well. I'm really excited to talk about Avatar the Last Airbender. It has been like a hot second, though, since I've been on, so I'm happy to be back. Yeah, glad to have you back. Um, we also have a first timer here on the show. Um, the question is, is it Maria? But uh, it's actually Maria. <laughs> it, and, it, it is actually Maria. <laughs> it's actually, it's like, if you're ever wondering, is it actually Maria? It's actually Maria. Maria, how's it going? First time. Glad to have you. Good, on. good. I'm excited to be here. Yeah, I love yeah. your cosplay. Um, and thank like you, your, thank your you. content, uh, first thing, everybody's content is top notch, but I feel like I've already complimented, uh, Maria and Sarah before on their content. So Maria, welcome to the club. Thank you. Thank you. Um, how did everybody get into Avatar? Cause Maria was saying it was a month ago. Yeah. It was actually like January 15th. So yeah, basically a month, maybe a month and a half ago. Yeah. That's wild. Uh-huh. I mean, I, I mean, I, I got into it during COVID. So like, it's not like, that oh, yeah. long, but, you know, it was, it was like on my watch list for a while. I was doing this thing where like, I was going to finally watch everything that everyone's been recommending to me, the Doctor Who, which is something that Sarah's actually recommended to me as well. Okay. Uh, so I started Doctor Who, I started Avatar, I started Star Trek, but uh, Avatar was what like got me right away. So I just decided to just watch it until I was done with it. Uh, yeah, it was just shows that I've been meaning to watch that I said I would watch for the longest time, and I finally got around to it. So that's how I started Avatar. All right, all right. Mm-hmm. 
Um, Maria, I how did you get into grew it? up. I grew up watching Avatar on Nickelodeon as a kid. I don't know if you can see it. I have I have a little toff, a toff right there oh, yeah? above my bed. So Avatar: The Last Airbender, Legend of Korra. Watched all of it growing up as a kid, and then rewatched it again when the whole resurgence happened during like COVID and everything. I yep. I haven't watched it a second time. So like part of me wants to go back and rewatch it. But then also I have yet to watch Legend of Korra. So I kind of need to watch that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. I mean that's me. I got into Avatar during during um COVID and then it's been a couple years. So watching this new show has been interesting uh for me. But Sarah, what about you? I've also been watching it since 2005, watched it for the first time on Nickelodeon, thought I was going into Spongebob, but no, it was Avatar The Last Airbender. I was like, what? What is this madness? <laughs> um, and then when it ended, I like started Legend of Korra, and I don't think I grew on Legend of Korra until it came to Netflix, because I just couldn't get into it. Like My young mind was like, I can't deal with anything other than Avatar The Last Airbender. Um, I watched Avatar Last Airbender very questionably up until, you know, it came on Netflix in 2020 um, to rewatch it. Uh, you can like imply what the questionably was. <laughs> and yeah, I mean, I'm like diehard fan of Avatar Last Airbender. Love it. <laughs> okay. Um, are, do you have a, do you have a, do you have an Aang shirt? I don't have an Aang shirt, but I do have an Avatar Last Airbender shirt. So. <laughs> oh, well, Okay. I just got this. I'm acting like I I've, I've been wearing this for years. I this is the first time I got it literally for this show. And I was like, all right, that's you know. Um so uh so yeah, we're all coming at Avatar from like a, a different angle. And I mean, before we get into the Netflix Avatar show, um have you guys seen the M Night Shyamalan Avatar or not Avatar, The Last Airbender movie? <laughs> unfortunately half of it mm-hmm. yeah actually half an hour of it i don't think i got past half an hour uh-huh. i watched the whole thing when i was younger it's terrible. i'm so sorry i think i watched the whole thing like as a joke with my friends yeah i i didn't finish it like i got till the end and i'm like i i mean i can't i i, I couldn't um Given that everybody here is is fans of those original three seasons or books or whatever, um, let's talk about that M. Night movie because I find it very interesting. That's like the first live action adaptation. And then like it's been years, right? And then Netflix announces that they're going to do another one, right? Like like another remake, reboot, whatever. but I think figuring out where this one can do better or like pass or fail comes from how M Knight did his movie. How do you guys? How do you guys really feel about the M Knight movie? That is so bad. Awful. Just gonna well, come out everyone was that. white. Yeah. Why, why was everyone white? Yeah. Yeah. I remember back in the Alpha day. Had weird legs. Oh God! The oh, did he? Oh God! Oh, gosh, yes. I, the, the only reason the I remember that is because of Maria's TikTok. Yeah, I think I was <laughs> scarred. Oh, I was scarred for life. So I did a reaction video to watching Avatar. So if you want to see content about it, 
scroll back. I was terrified when I saw Appa. It was so scary to see him. I'm gonna. I'm writing. I'm typing in M Night Appa. Oh, he looks. Oh. Yeah, he looks like a tardigrade, right? Is that kind of what he was going for? <laughs> uh, who knows know. what he was going for? <laughs> I always feel bad. I have this weird attachment to CGI animals and CGI creatures. Like, stop making fun of them. They're not real. But I feel really bad for the original Sonic the Hedgehog design. <laughs> like, and then they used him in the Chip and Dale movie. And like, I was like, I, I still feel bad for him. I, I don't know, no comment, because I feel like anyone who was a fan growing up should have more to say about the M. Night Shyamalan movie, because I just like watched it as a joke, because I was like, oh, I'm, I'm curious. So I feel like Sarah Maria would have more feelings about it because like to have it watching growing up and then being like, oh, my God, it's a live action movie. And then to see that, I don't I, I feel like it's like a heartbreak in itself. So. I mean, they yeah. called him Ong. They called him Ong yeah. the whole movie. Yeah. I, I I watched part of it and they kept saying Avatar, right? Like they mm. they they did that like pronunciation of everybody's like names were kind of in that like phonetic pronunciation ong and avatar the bending was bad too like the fire bending they mm -hmm. had to have fire they did a whole dance just to move like one pebble with the earth bender like i think that's what also got me too mm -hmm. just like it was hard to take seriously yeah i think what was worse about it is like also growing up like nickelodeon hyped it up so much like they were even on Kids Choice Awards. It was everything. And then it was like, oh my God, <laughs> you've just butchered our childhood. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I find it funny that the, the main three in that movie, not Zuko, but the main three don't have careers anymore. Oh, yeah. 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 Really that's right. Actually, that's a really good point. Yeah. Yeah. I, I looked it up. I was like, has the has Ong ever gone on and done uh anything no. else? He did Cowboys and Aliens I, right after, and that's oh it. really? He was in oh. two movies. I actually that's heard it. he was bullied out of acting, which is really, really unfortunate. I mean that's, like, I think that's like the worst yeah. way. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. But also um, bad casting, but yes, it's yeah. super sad. I heard that Dave Patel yeah. actually after Avatar decided never to do like a blockbuster movie ever again. Cause like, you know how like he made that like announcement that he doesn't want to do those movies. Yeah. Um, it was mm -hmm. because of like him being in that movie. That's why he. I mean, it makes sense, but also I wish Dev Patel would do more things. Yeah, that's it's really unfortunate that Avatar like skewed his choices with that. Yeah. Um, I mean, my big problems with the M Night movies were or movie. Oh, can you imagine if there was another one? Um. <laughs> Um, book two <laughs> I, I, I think the M. Night movie tried to do everything very realistic and so then they toned down everything like mm -hmm. everything was toned down whether it was like the bending or like like um, I mean the colors right the colors were like toned down mm -hmm. the bending was toned down in that world like the bending wasn't crazy like somebody would have invented a gun you know, because it wasn't powerful enough. Like it couldn't have given mm -hmm. you that much of an edge. Mm -hmm. Yeah, okay. I know what you mean. 
Um, but yeah, that movie, um, it and it took itself way too seriously. That's what I feel was like the biggest problem. Yeah. yeah. What were you guys' hopes and dreams for when this show was announced? That they were going to do a, essentially a season for the first book. They're called books, right? Yeah. 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 I was just hoping it wasn't going to be like M. Night in 2005. Like that was the bar at this point. Mm-hmm. Like the bar was set so low that I was like, as long as it's not that bad, I think we'll be okay. Yeah. I was kind of just hoping for like, my one thing is I wanted the costumes to look good. I'm a cosplay. Obviously I love looking at the costumes and I thought that they did a top notch job, the costumes in this show versus like the M night movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I wanted Appa's redemption for sure. Like I wanted Appa, a cute, Appa fluffy looks cute. Appa. Yeah. I, Appa Appa does I really, look cute. He's adorable. Yeah. He's all fluffy too. Like, cause you know how like that episode fluffy. where like Appa's hair like sheds. And I was just like, I wanted to be like oh, an animal that sheds, and he looks like he would shed. And um, Momo is adorable too. So I, anim- the animals are one of my favorite parts of Avatar, which is so re- weird. But they did a really good job. Um, M Night's movie didn't really have animals, actually, right? I don't think. Yeah, no, not really. Barely. So no. Uh, and they, there were definitely animals in this one, so that was really nice to see. Yeah. Um. Let's get it out of the way. What did everybody grade this season out of 10? That's our grading scale. Um, I have, I, 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 even if you want to explain it just a little bit, you can, you can defend yourself. Um, Patrick star 92 says leaves from the vine out of 10. What does that mean? Like how many leaves from the vine? Leaves from the Vine is like the song that Iroh sings oh. about oh, right. his, his son. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's yeah. that's one of the we haven't gotten that in the live action. That's from season two. Actually, the they did in the they did in the live. Action. Oh no, that's right, they, that's right. They, they, they like did instrumental, yeah. six. right? Yeah, yeah they did the four. instrumental of it. Yeah, they did it like in the intro with him and Aang. Iroh was talking to Aang, and and they did it in a flashback scene. Yeah, um, yeah, mm-hmm. that's right. Mm-hmm. I didn't catch that. I need to go watch yeah, it. Yeah, it's really subtle. It's um I I think like I don't know, there was something Pavlovian about it that when I heard it, I was like, oh so like I freaked out. Um mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. the funeral scene, right? Yeah. That, yeah. That's it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Anytime yeah. Iroh and I think Zuko talk to they started playing it as well. Yeah. Oh, I didn't catch that. There was that other flashback scene. Back. Yeah. I, I, this one, like, I have to go back and watch certain scenes for sure to make sure. Um, did we did we announce what we would grade it? Um, I I'm gonna I I'd go say it, <laughs> I'd say I gave it a good seven out of ten. You know, I thought I I sat down and I had an enjoyable time watching it. But there were some things that I was like, okay, this mm-hmm. is, mm. mm-hmm. but you know, overall, not not bad. Yeah. Um. Mm-hmm. I'm going to grade this 7.5. I think that it falls in in a lot of problems that Percy Jackson fell into. Um, and I mean, I can expand on that later. But if, I, if I'm comparing the two, and I think I gave Percy Jackson a 7. Um, I think I enjoyed this one better. 
Mm. Yeah, I gave it a 7.5 as well. Um, I felt like there were a lot of redeemable qualities and I kind of watched it as like a standalone TV show with like hints to the animated show. And I think watching it like with that frame was a lot easier than trying to constantly compare it to the animated show because I felt like right after the first episode, I couldn't do that anymore. Um, but yeah, I would say 7.5. There were things that I strongly disliked, but things that I really liked as well. Mm. Um, so I did rate it. I'm going to do a 6.75. I will say that I think watching it for the first time as an adult, like just a month ago, really hurt me because it was so fresh. So like, I wish I could do what Sarah did, which was like, I could just separate it almost. And I tried to do that. But unfortunately, it did kind of like sway the way I viewed it. I do think there's a lot of things that they added that I think they did a lot of things well. And I liked a lot of the changes. And I think it added a lot of story to a story that I loved. So I will think the show has value for existing just because of those things like that flashback um, moment. Love that moment. Like I would, the series was worth it just for that Zuko Iroh flashback moment. But I, I think my problem was that I didn't, I found myself like not enjoying it that much, unfortunately. Like overall, like I thought there were some things that were really well done. It was really good. It was definitely better, better than M. Night Shyamalan. But oh, like by the end of it, I'm just like, I was like, okay, like I think I'm like ready for it to be over <laughs> towards the end. But there were episodes, like there was the episodes that I really loved, like episode two, I really loved episode six. I think I really loved. Um, mm. And there's a lot of stuff that I really like. I'm like, it had value by itself. So maybe I guess I'll give it a seven because like, I mean, I'm saying more positive things now. I feel bad for rating it so low. I really do think like my like, I'm a little biased because I just watch everything so like so quickly. Yeah. I mean, I'm not, I mean, after all, I mean, however many, you know, years, like loving something as a kid getting the live action adaptation that maybe isn't exactly what you dreamed up in your head. I think there's like something to be said about like being fans of a show and like tempering expectations, no matter what, even if it is like an amazing thing, like it's always going to be different. And it's never like, unless you're working on the project, you have no say so. So you could be like, well, I would have done it this way. Well, it's not. It's not up to any of us, right? Mm-hmm. And like going off that, I don't know how I would have done it better though. So like I can't even criticize them because it's like they had a lot to do. Um, I do have questions on like why they chose certain things. But like, I'm like, I don't know how I would have done this. They had eight episodes. There's like um, 20 something episodes per season. So that's a really hard question to ask, you know? I th- think it's being weighed down by... Um just what's weighing down most of these adaptations in general and most of these streaming shows even brought like there's adaptations and then like, yeah. And then there's like the expectations and, and parameters of streaming shows like eight episode season. It could have been 10, could have been 13, could have breathed a little, mm-hmm. but it yeah, didn't. But I mean, the minute, the minute length is, is over the original series. So they had the time for sure. Yeah. Each episode's fifty-two, and there's eight episodes, and and you know the original series it's twenty and twenty minutes usually. Hmm. Um, so they had the time for sure, but I don't know. Okay, mm-hmm. so I'm wrong. All right, <laughs> it's like it's, it's well, both. No, I mean, right. like when you look at it from the outside, yeah. you're like eight episodes. Yeah, like, you're right. Yeah. You're right. Punch yeah. the numbers. <laughs> <laughs> 
I mean, it's way better. Also, M Night's movie was super rushed. Mm-hmm. You had to like do the whole season in like in in less than two hours. I'm assuming less than two hours. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So like, sure, it got more room to breathe. Um, but like, yeah, the pitfalls of these adaptations are are kind of uh tough. Now, now Sarah has me thinking about the length of like time. Well, because eight times fifty is four hundred, yeah. and then twenty times twenty is four hundred, so it's roughly the same. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They, but they didn't just stick with book one like storylines. They added other so like it's like so. And, and this is where I'm like, they chose their. I don't know. They their their choices were interesting. You know, like what mm-hmm. they chose to add, and again, I, this was like like regency bias because i just watched everything but i was just like why would they add something from book three into book one when they only had like this limited time and but like everything makes sense in the context of like the story they're building like all the stuff in amashu they did all together but it was like yeah but they added stuff from season two so like i don't know they use their time very interestingly i yeah i was telling i was telling my roommate um justice uh i was telling him that like do you guys know family matters Mm-hmm. with steve mm-hmm. urkel and everything mm-hmm. so like yep. steve urkel didn't appear in family matters it's an old sitcom i haven't just... seen it okay it's fine like, you don't yeah it's like did i do that that catchphrase yeah it's okay this reminds me of when when um when jessica day on new girl makes that reference to the yeah, kids she does she does she makes those old sitcom references and the kids are like did you come up with that She's like, yeah. <laughs> and you've seen New Girl, Sarah, so. Yes. <laughs> this is what I'm seeing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, so Urkel's like the nerd character that ends up like taking over the show because he becomes so popular and he becomes like the main character. But the show originally was just supposed to be about a black family in Chicago. The father's a cop. Oh. Like, it was about the family. But like. 10 episodes in, they introduce this annoying neighbor, Urkel, and everybody loves the character. And he just, for seven or eight seasons, now it's the Urkel show. Um, And so what I was trying to say is that if they ever did a reboot of Family Matters, they would introduce Urkel, like, episode one. Mm -hmm. So I feel Mm -hmm. like characters like Azula... Mm -hmm. Of course, like, why wouldn't she be in season one of the live action? You know? Like, yeah. Toph, they'll hold off. Mm-hmm. But, like, Azula, yeah, I mean, that kind of makes sense, right? Yeah, why not? And I felt like she fit really well, and especially, like, that setup at the end, like, it all made perfect sense, like, the reason why she was set up when she was set up, and then leading up till that ending. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What, let's talk about stuff we really love about this show. Um, I loved... Well, no, no. I'll let you guys go first. What did you guys really love about this show? I'll, I'll say it again. I loved the costumes. I yeah. thought the costumes were so perfect. Because you know, it's kind of hard to take like animated costumes and make them look good and not too cheesy. Like in a live action show, but I thought that they brought a lot of like elements of like traditional clothing from like the actual cultures that the bending nations are based off of. And then 
making it look like the cartoon, but still looking good. I thought they did a fantastic job with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, the costumes I, are really good. Yeah. E- even something like like Aang, who like is bright and colorful, and it's like, would he mm-hmm. work in live action? I thought he worked. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with you. The costuming was really gorgeous. And just like on top of that, like characters like the spirits, I thought would look kind mm-hmm. of like funky or wonky. Mm-hmm. They looked so good. I was yeah. like, this actually looks like the perfect translation between this and that it was uh yeah i was i was shook at <laughs> to be honest mm-hmm. and like even like like the blue spirit who's not technically like a spirit but yeah. like the mask itself like yeah. i don't mm-hmm. even know how to describe it yeah it was just, yeah i would say i would have to agree with you 100 yeah it gave that energy because like whenever you see the blue spirit in the episode because everything's dark but like the blue shines it gave that same vibe co like mm-hmm. the face stealer was so frightening like so I remember good. being really scared and like they they just embodied like how terrifying he would or they would be calling it was just they the co was really good <laughs> I was not yeah. expecting it to be that good um I'm a big fan of Zuko I think the character like the actor that played Zuko did like a hands down phenomenal job like they they understood the assignment <laughs> with Zuko <laughs> and like that's they're my like a lot of the actors did a great job but Zuko like I thought like really went into it I like how mm-hmm. they were talking about how how they the actors even knew that like how hard it is just to pull off that like top knot like look yeah. that Zuko has. Yeah. Because <laughs> like there are cosplayers that won't do that. Like uh-huh. but like they mm-hmm. did it for the show. Mm-hmm. You know? Because mm-hmm. it mm-hmm. was I mean, Dev Patel, can you imagine Dev Patel doing that? I forgot what he did. What did, what did he it was just with? hair. It was oh, just like hair. Thing. And then it was like a little scar on the side, like oh, of his hairline yeah. where the yeah. burns would have been. Uh, Dallas Blue committed. <laughs> and it's it's funny because he has like really good hair, right? He has perfect, like yeah. young book three, like Zuko hair. Like he's ready yeah. for book three. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I mean, that's... he already grew it back, which is really nice. I know. <laughs> hey, it looks wonderful. <laughs> yeah. He knows what he's ready. He's like, he's putting the image out there for all of us. <laughs> yeah. Um, the hair or the the costumes were great. Also, the facial hair and just hair in general, I thought. Mm-hmm. Um, oh yeah, to an extent, actually. Now that I'm thinking about, there were some hair styles that did not work. Certain wigs, certain wigs. There were oh, yeah. there were some wigs that mm-hmm. needed some work. As as a cosplayer, I think yeah. I have to say, you wig. You it and I thought Ty Lee's Ty Lee's bangs. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, in May, I didn't like yeah. And like I feel like those actresses oh, yeah. really they were good. And just like their wigs make them kind of stand out. Because their costume was great, yeah. their mm-hmm. facial expressions were great. But then their wigs just like kind of like so off putting. Right? Yeah. Um, was it meant to look cartoony? You know what I mean? Like, were the wigs supposed to look a little? I feel like they would have done Maybe. that with the other characters. If yeah. They yeah. Because it wasn't consistent. Like, sometimes it looks super good, and sometimes it looked like it stood out. So it's, like, hard to tell. Like, Katara and, mm-hmm. like, Sokka looked super natural and, like... Yeah. Almost know? too mm-hmm. natural. Like, Katara's hair kind of looked... Eh. Oh, I thought it worked. Really? I mean, it looks like mm-hmm. what Katara's hair looks 
like yeah with the loopies yeah. that, that worked the loopies. <laughs> yeah yeah hmm um i, I like iro <laughs> yeah absolutely i didn't think it, i like sokka's hair too iro's hair was good too iro's beard mm. yeah mm. um uh, I want to shout out all time. All time Vivian says, I loved how sassy Zuko was. Yes. The he yep. ran. The he ran. It just is. <laughs> Wait, what? Yeah, there was ice in a place where <laughs> ice, ice wasn't. Ice shouldn't be. <laughs> ice. Oh. He literally had jazz fingers whenever he said he ran. <laughs> <laughs> he had a diary. It was adorable. You <laughs> <laughs> stole my diary. <laughs> You're reading my personal information. Identity theft isn't a joke. Yeah. <laughs> there's this, there's a sound wherever like it's like the Regina George Bird book sound, and it's Zuko like scribbling Aang's picture, <laughs> and he's putting it up. It's just, like, so I saw that. It's yeah. so funny. Part of my issue with this series was that they didn't let it breathe and have enough fun with it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because they were just trying to get to the next step. And Percy Jackson did that too. Mm-hmm. And it's just an adaptation thing, maybe. Possibly. Yeah. It felt very because Avatar, it did the anime thing of having like filler episodes. So like I feel like once we took away like those filler episodes, it made everything feel like so condensed and so fast where like you know we didn't get an episode of them just like traveling and in the woods and they find something funky that just like never comes back again but Mm -hmm. we just kind of like oh we've got to rush right through which again like i think percy jackson did too yeah and that's like unfortunately where it kind of lost me so i really like that we got to build like i love azula like i love her she's my favorite character but I think if like we didn't have Azula, that'd be one less storyline they would have had to build. And like that's why book one doesn't have Azula. So we can like focus on Zuko and Aang and Katara, Sokka. So it's like I almost feel like adding Azula, which makes sense. Of course we would have Azula because she's one of the fan favorites. She's one of my favorite characters. But like I was just like, oh, I wish we got I wish we watched Aang Waterbend. I was just like, why hasn't Aang Waterbended mm-hmm. at all? Like, is he gonna learn all Girl. the bending in next season? How is that gonna happen? It was stressing yeah. me out. Do you <laughs> not yeah. waterbend at all? He didn't learn no. it at all. He, he shows up to the Did water. Not touch tribe. water. Yeah. The final battle, he can't do anything but like airhead. And I'm like, how are you going to do this? So stressing. I was very stressed out. How does it happen in the cartoon? He's learned, he's he done like, fire bending. He's done water bending. He's like done almost like three of the four bendings. He's like tried to learn all of them by end of season one. Yeah. Oh. He's, he's not good at fire bending because he messed up, but he had already tried to practice it. Where were they spending all the extra time? Azula. And, no. well, and Ozai. <laughs> and, like, they added a lot of, like, backstory with Sokka and, like, Katara that was later. So they, they did a lot. They did mm-hmm. so much. They did a lot. Don't get me wrong. But, like, they did a lot. So. Yeah. Yeah. Now I'm having to, like, think back on, like, some of that stuff. Um, I feel like a, a big problem is also just just streaming shows in general and like marvel and disney they have their way of doing streaming shows which is petering out a little bit because they're like making their shows like movies but like tv shows aren't movies 
and like like um like the filler episodes are like instrumental to a tv show like tv shows used to be 22 episodes let's just say mm-hmm. we used to have filler episodes used like some people hate filler episodes me personally I, like i like who hates filler episodes i want to know who these people are people who <laughs> like movies i think people okay, who like okay. movies over tv i would say yeah okay i was like i wonder because everyone always says that but i'm like i think i think we tv likers lovers usually like filler episodes yeah I mean, yeah, they're very important to like character developments, especially like filler, especially when it deals with like kids TV shows. Like you need those mm-hmm. episodes where like they're just chilling out, having fun, going in the lake, swimming around. Like, like I like one of the funny episodes in season one in Avatar: The Last Airbender was like the secret tunnel, and they made that mm-hmm. into kind of like a side, a really quick side plot. Um, mm-hmm. and like I didn't, I was like. Hello. It was so quick. <laughs> yeah, everyone it was, else. Yeah, that was with Boomy, right? Mm-hmm. That they added yeah. it with when Boomy. Oh my gosh, I forgot that happened. Yeah. Yeah. See. So yeah. quick. It was very yeah. quick. Did you guys like Boomy? No. Okay. Thank God. I was like, oh no. I really like that actor too. Yeah. I really like that. Oh yeah. I saw your face. I'm like, I'll just say it for you. <laughs> Why was he so serious? He's supposed to be goofy. Like, mm-hmm. like he was kind of scary this crazy too. Goofy guy. Yeah. He's supposed to be this crazy goofy guy and fun and wise. He was super. He's he was pissed. Very, yeah. The world. Very bitter, bitter mm-hmm. man. Oh, wow. uh, I also like the actor Karsh. Yeah, he's mm. a great actor, mm-hmm. yeah. and it's so sad because like Aang names one of his sons after him. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. not anymore. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> like, after that, welcome. <laughs> yeah, the so makeup was really good though. after him. Yeah, it was good. He did a good job because he's a young man, so like he did look old. I was trying oh, to yeah, look through right. the. You know how like sometimes when you like see the prosthetics, you try to like look through it and like see like can you see them underneath it but like i couldn't i I could tell but i couldn't tell so i was like all right that's my litmus test he's really good on ghosts if you ever watch yeah it it was casted well i think this was like a writing thing like i don't think it was his fault i think it was more of like how they wrote him yeah Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah um i feel like i mean for the purpose of the podcast we can't go through like from A to Z of like all the events that happened, but like now it's like dawning on me, like all these little things about the show. Um, quick question. Did you guys feel compelled to watch the next episode after an episode ended? Depended on the episode. I feel yeah. like, you know, once we started mm. getting into those episodes that had the same scene, like the Omashu scenes, and then also like mm-hmm. the Blue Spirit and the Spirit World scene, like that, those two episodes is specifically, I was like, oh my gosh, we got to complete this episode that, so that mm-hmm. Aang can go save Katara and Sokka. Like, I was like yeah. stressed during that and like kind of stressed during Omashu because those were all combined. But yeah, that's me. I feel like for me too, it was like every other, like I really liked episode two. That was a Kiyoshi Warrior one. We got to see mm-hmm. Kiyoshi. I, I love that episode. So, like, I was, after episode one, episode two, three, like, I, I think, like, every other episode, I was like, oh my God, this was so good. So, I kept watching. And then, I don't know, it was like, it was like hills and valleys for me. I feel like at a certain point, they just started to blend together mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. of how mm-hmm. just like 
just binging in general when you're watching, because this show obviously is made to be binged. Mm-hmm. Like that's how like most streaming services are now. Like, so I just was like, okay, Kyoshi Warriors, it's all it's all one big thing, and then the main ending. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Ending. Yeah, that's that's that is kind of the problem with like binging and like why I'm against like bulk releasing episodes. Like if you choose to binge mm-hmm. like New Girl, that's your prerogative, right? Like it's mm-hmm. over, it's done with. You binge it. I'm not saying don't binge that, but I think when like studios or or whatever choose to bulk release, like it all just kind of blurs together, and you mm-hmm. like. If I asked anyone, like, you remember the fourth episode of Daredevil season one? No. You just remember, like, <laughs> kind of what happens in season one. Mm-hmm. Same with this. I can't remember <laughs> what happens in each episode. It does blur together. I very much agree with Maria. Like, I can't actually. Yeah. I kind of just remember like the settings in which I'm like, okay, this happened in Omashu, Amash- this happened mm-hmm. on Kyoshi Island, mm-hmm. North Pole, South Pole. Okay, great. We're basically done. And like yeah. village. Village. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Village one. <Yeah. laughs> um, I remember like events. Like I remember like the spirits is whenever, you know, we Actually, I don't remember what happened to spirits. I'm gonna think about it. I just remember that's the spirit episode. When we're so saying every- spirits, are we talking like the avatars themselves? Wait, was okay, so there's the blue spirit episode oh. and there's the spirits episode. So spirits oh, yeah. episodes with Co. Yeah. Okay. And then They're there's combined. the blue spirit episode, but I don't remember what the blue spirit episode is now called. <laughs> um the blue spirit Mask. being being Mask. there we go. Okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's whenever mm-hmm. we do the flashback with the Agni Kai, I think, with Zuka. Yes. Oh, yeah. 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 It's all actually kind of blending together now. <laughs> yeah. I just watched the M Night scene where where Dev Patel Zuko goes in with the mask that has all the hair. Mm-hmm. Like his mask has like, like. I've lost this like, episode. Like, yeah, yeah, I was like, I don't think I got this far, <laughs> so I need to go watch this. Maybe it's so, no. the choices no, were okay. so weird. And then there were like tanks with treads in that movie, like, or it was like a cart with like tread, like it was a mechanical cart that like Zuko's mm-hmm. underneath, and it goes through this like mechanical like bridge that looks futuristic. It's the weirdest mm-hmm. thing. Because they do have tanks in, like, the the final season of the original cartoon, I think. But, like, the, that's, like, the most technology they get. Yeah. And they use bending to and use And the blimp, right? That. Yeah, they have yeah. a blimp, yeah. and that's, like, it. But yeah, like, earthbenders do the tank. The submarines are waterbenders. The balloons are firebenders. So yeah, I don't know how a firebender a would do a tank. with bending. Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Um. Who? Uh. So we were talking about Zuko. Like everybody relatively likes Zuko, or at least. Um. Mm-hmm. Sorry, is it Dallas Liu? Yeah. That- mm-hmm. And Uncle Iroh's character too. Oh yeah. I love. I love him. Thing. Um. Yeah. Paul, he's great. Uh. What's his name? Paul. Uh. Paul Lee. Paul Sun Hyung Lee. Yes. From. Yeah. From. Mm-hmm. Um. From um, Kim's, Kim's convenience. convenience, yeah, 
Yeah. And, and, and Star Wars. Star Wars now. Yeah. yeah. Uh, let's yeah. talk about yeah. Uncle Iroh. Who are playing Star Wars? Okay. He's, is he an Andor? I'm making he's, it up. What is he? He's a Mandalorian. He's a Mandalorian. Mandal- oh, he's yeah. a Mandalorian. You're right. You're right. That's he's a he rebel is. pilot. Mm-hmm. In mm-hmm. Mandalorian uh-huh. and in... Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. Season three. And in Ahsoka. Oh, yeah. He was in Ahsoka. Oh, I totally I forgot about Ahsoka. that. Because that oh, all okay, takes yeah. place in that same time. Yeah, yeah. I, mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. also is blending in together because they were like released around the same yeah. time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, Patrick Starr says, no pirates, bummer. Oh, yeah. I love that episode. Mm-hmm. That's a good one. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. What yeah, happens with pirates? Perfect. I forget. So they t- t- Katara says a water spill from them. And like Sokka's very sassy in it. I, like it was, it was a good Sokka episode. <laughs> It it's like a fun it's a fun I, adventure episode it's a filler fun one yeah mm-hmm. i mean so, like so the fact saying? that katara just got i mean i was just gonna say like katara just got the waterbending scrolls and the oh, moment yeah. she got them i'm like oh they've cut the pirates yeah <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. that's true yeah because she like steals them mm-hmm. and that's yeah. like i feel like katara was a little less badass in the live action than mm-hmm. she was in like the yeah. original cartoon i feel like a lot of her personality you know, was a little drained yeah. 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 You know who she was like? Um, it was like Ember Island player Katara. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody's oh, been yeah. saying this, by the way. Right? Oh, that's like, such a good exp- Yeah. Is yeah. this the Ember Island there's, performance? There's a Sokka comparison, too, that he looks exactly like the Ember Island Sokka. I don't know about that. <laughs> I don't, uh, the, the, it was like side by side and I'm like oh wow that's like too much but I think he looks like a real soccer <laughs> too so I don't know yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's hard to see that's, she was very much giving that for sure yeah, yeah. I, she was more passive right mm-hmm. 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 versus like the M. Night one because again I just watched it uh so so here's the backstory about this girl. Her name's the actress's name is Nicola Peltz. If you saw Transformers okay. 4, do you ever see Transformers 4? That's the one where she's in it, but she has like an older boyfriend. And he's the one who's like, the Romeo and Juliet law. I can date an underage girl because blah blah blah. And uh, I'm yeah, tell, I like one. I'm gonna tell Mark Wahlberg that. I can date his underage daughter according to the law. It's like, why Why is this part of this movie? Anyway, she's the underage girl. And so um, it's... Maria, have you seen that scene? No, but I like... I, I'm pretty sure I remember seeing like, you know, the TikTok when they mm-hmm. just play the whole movie. I think I've seen that like on TikTok. It's so, it's so weird. It's like, first thing, yeah. why are we putting this in the movie? Second thing, what is the writer? Like, somebody <laughs> needs to look into that writer because a little weird. Um, anyway, Nicola Peltz is like a daughter of a billionaire who, mm-hmm. according to what pe- some people think, the dad just pays for her to be in movies. And so, like, he'll fund projects and she can be in it. And I noticed that in the M. Night movie that, like, she talks a lot like constantly it never matters but like it's a lot (laughs) she just talk she just talk she'll always chime in in that movie there's like a moment where like everything ang said she repeats 
And I think that's when I stopped watching because like Aang was just like, he's like, I ran away. She's like, why'd you run away? He's like, I was scared to be the Avatar. Why were you scared to be the Avatar? And I was like, oh my God, I can't do this anymore. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if it was in her contract that she had to have as many lines as Aang. Mm. Yeah, she <laughs> seemed to have. To the point where they're matching lines. Yeah. <laughs> um, Uncle Iroh, though, he was so sweet in this. I I I, I like the actor and I liked him. <laughs> and like I could see him struggling with Zuko. And I think Zuko and him were like some of my favorite parts of this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Is that a hot mm-hmm. take? Pun not know. intended. I, I I love Iroh. His whole character from even the cartoon to this one. I thought they did a good job with Uncle Iroh of him being like kind of like Zuko's dad. But also like, I just think that his character is so funny because imagine being like one of the most notorious war criminals and then being like, I'm going to open a tea shop. Like that's just Iroh's (laughs) entire character. Love that for him. Yeah. Yeah. Retirement plan. Should we forgive Most Uncle myth. Iroh? <laughs> yeah. For all of depends on how good his tea is. Yeah, how good is his tea, though? Yeah, I I also think like, that's the point of Avatar's like redemption and forgiveness, and Uncle mm-hmm. Iroh's whole thing's forgiveness. I actually made like a TikTok video about this because someone's just like, "How do we forgive Uncle Iroh?" And I'm like, "That's what he teaches us to do is to forgive." And I feel like he mm-hmm. tried to do better by Zuko. So I don't know. I feel like we mm-hmm. see his redemption arc. Yeah. Um, I really like that the show added a lot of Uncle Iroh and Zuko's characterization and um personality. Like they added so much more um to them that I think like added so much to the original sh- series too. So I really loved all their choices mm-hmm. with Zuko and Uncle Iroh. Yeah, especially those backstories, mm-hmm. like especially mm-hmm. when like Uncle Iroh lost his son and like Zuko came and sat with him. I was I like, cried. oh my gosh, this seems amazing. Like I was crying. So <laughs> Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the lights and the color in those like red fire rooms mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. It like really worked. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was bold. Yeah. They did a really good the throne's really cool, like in the animated series, and they did a really good job with it. Like it looks so intimidating yeah. and stuff. Mm-hmm. I when it comes to adaptations, like like I said, Percy Jackson in this one as well, I feel like the goal is like get to the end. And so it does this thing where it's like hitting things beat for beat, you know, skipping a couple beats. But like the point being is like, and then this happened and then this happened. Right. And like, there's not much that like surprises you, but there was one big thing in this that I thought was really good. And that's the, Change to the 41st. It was the 41st edition. That was so good. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That was really good. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's not in the cartoon, right? Mm -mm. No. That was a really good change. That was a really great change. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, Also, like a like really big twist. Like it's mm -hmm. like, oh my gosh, wait, what? Yeah. That's incredible. Yeah. Those like those are the changes that they like that like really enhanced the show. Um, like people always ask like adaptations like how, what did this add to the original story and I'm like this is like I do think this um, live action added to the story for that reason like the 41st adds so much mm-hmm. to the original story mm-hmm. but that's what they should be doing with these adaptations mm-hmm. right like mm-hmm. 
after however yeah. many years has it really been 20 years has it been 20 years 19 19 years Thanks. um that's that's crazy do the math. <laughs> uh when you come back at it after 20 years hopefully you have something more to add or change or whatever hopefully it doesn't like everybody doesn't hate the idea but like the goal is like evolve your 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 art right mm -hmm. um i know not everybody and loves the walking dead but for a while there the walking dead was really good and like the Walking yeah. Dead comic was coming out at the same time as the Walking Dead show, except it was ahead in time. And like the hmm. show like deviated, but every so often would come back and like kind of scoop a couple more mm -hmm. things out and then like do its own thing and then come back. And instead of one character getting shot in the eye with an arrow, another character did. And like, you don't know who's going to die. Maybe multiple characters will die when one person's supposed to die and it keeps you on your toes and it's not like, Oh, what's next? Let's hit these beats and kind of go forward. Um, I like the 41st division in this for that reason. I was like, oh. Mm -hmm. I think they did a good job too without having the original creators mm. working for the live action because they were originally working on it and then they left because of creative differences. But I think they did a pretty good job without having the original two guys. I was afraid mm -hmm. when they announced that, like, they, they were leaving. Yeah. I was very afraid when they announced that they were leaving, but I think they did a pretty good job. Like, they didn't do too bad. Yeah. How do we feel about everybody just hating on this? I don't think that's fair. I feel like, I feel like this is a complete, like, it's like, you know, it's an adaptation. It's not supposed to be an exact replica. If you want an exact replica, you should be going back to the animated show and just rewatching that. Like, I feel like you should take it for exactly what it is, which is like a new TV show with hints at the old TV show and like it's like respect towards the old TV show, but it is completely new in its own regard. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I, yeah, I don't think it's fair to an adaptation, but like there is that expectation though, right? There is. Mm -hmm. I think expectation I think... to be good and like to mm -hmm. be of that standard, but I don't think. I think it depends, like, the hate, too, like, it, because I've heard, like, a different types of, like, comments, like, some people are just, like, fat shaming, like, you know, the cast, which is too much, or, like, but some people have legitimate criticisms, which is, like, there's too much exposition or something like that, so it's, like, yeah. I think they hate, mm -hmm. I think criticism is valid, because I, I, like, have my own criticisms, but, like, I think it depends on, like, what it is, and, like, if, like Sarah said, like, you, with the awareness, like, they can only do so much, it's still an adaptation, the world going to be changes, so, like, as long as their expectations are like kind of kept, you know, the right expectations stay realistic. So it, de it depends if it's hate or criticism and if it's legit criticism. And if they're going to have a second season, because I don't know if they've been signed on for a second season. Um, I don't know. I hope like if the if the criticism and hope for like, oh, maybe they'll change it for the next next season kind of commentary. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I'm trying to look up whether there's going to be a second season or not i don't i don't think it's been announced yet right or like yeah i mean yeah it's kind of smart because like again i keep bringing it back to percy jackson because like it was three or four weeks ago um and like percy jackson season two wasn't announced 
until after even we did the podcast episode on the season. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. like by that taping, I don't think it was announced. And then the day or two after it was announced. So like, I think they just, they're waiting for like a week to like see how things do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, as of three days ago, there there's nothing official about a season two. Mm-hmm. But we do know that they're going to do three animated movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. I'm so excited. I think that's what, it, like, I think the goal is, like, have your cake and eat it, too, is, like, do these live-action Netflix stuff and then continue animated movies. Why not both? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. You know? Um. Yeah, it's like Star Wars in that regard. You know, like, they have Clone Wars yeah. and, like, they've got their live-action. Yeah. You can do both. Yeah. Yeah. Or like, I mean, Marvel's doing that with the X-Men 97 series, which mm-hmm. is the sequel series to the 92 or 93 X-Men show. Eh, it might have been 94. But the point being and is he, that like there's that. And there's a trend that's a trend in general. Like even Hunger Games, like the Ballad of Songbird and Snake came out like six months before the movie came out. Bridgerton, mm-hmm. Queen Charlotte came out the same month as the book came out so like i think this is a normal trend that like source material is expanding as well as like the adaptations are happening at the same time but in two different directions mm-hmm. yeah like literally the same month a netflix show came out with a book coming out but it was was that the same story um i haven't read both so i don't know uh, but poser yeah. <laughs> well i have to quit like i haven't read i'm reading hunger games first and so then i'll go back to the prequels okay Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean that. I mean that happened with Jurassic Park. Like Jurassic Park book came out a long time before the movie, and then when they were doing the second movie, they asked the writer to write a second book, and it didn't really like it. Like roughly tied in, but it's a, a lot different. Um, and then after that point, they were like, "We're not going to ask them anymore." So then they just kept making more movies. Um, I uh. I forget where I was going with this. Um, oh, like with Marvel, like X-Men, like bringing back that nostalgic like continuation, but then also like telling fresh new stories. I think like this Netflix show could do that and then have animated movies. Then you don't have to like pit them against each other in your heart. <laughs> Did you guys feel like you were doing that? No. Um, at the Not beginning, really, I was, no. I think. Yeah. I was, like, kind of, like, oh, okay. And, like, especially when, like, the Grand Grand decided to do the opening sequence and she was saying, <laughs> I'm, like, ah, mm-hmm, this, mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. this is terrible. Um, but then eventually, like, by the end of the se- first season or, like, you know, into the second season, I was, like, okay, fine. Let's just separate it. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think the fandom might end up doing that because, like, that's just how fandoms are, unfortunately. Um, but the movies are going in a different direction because they're doing like they're doing like the original OG Avatar cast as like mm-hmm. teen like adults. So I don't mm-hmm. I mean so I if anything, like I think like that's gonna be compared to Legend of Korra more because mm-hmm. Legend of Korra also brings them up as like adults as well. So like I feel like that's gonna be the comparison with how the fandom is. Um maybe they will though, because like I think with the way Netflix shows go, so we're gonna watch these kids really grow up. Did she freeze? So maybe eventually oh. people are going to be like, 
comparing them to, but uh, yeah, hi. <laughs> um, maybe eventually they'll end up comparing. Okay. Um, I forget what I was going to say. Oh, uh, I mean, people disliked Legend of Korra when it came out, and people still do, right? Oh, they still do. They they still mm -hmm. very much do, unfortunately. I, I love Legend of Korra. I think yeah, that it's majority, I think the reason that it was hated on when it came out is because Korra was a woman. I Agreed. fully believe that that is why a lot of Korra got Korra got hate is just because it was a woman. Yeah, I, yeah. I really liked it too. Um, this is like the most negative my comment section's ever been. And like, I've talked about oh Star God. Wars content and Marvel content. I'm really just like talking and they're like, you're watching a terrible show. Like every video I make about Korra, someone's just like hating on the show. And I'm like, wow, <laughs> like it's I just a say, cartoon. <laughs> Calm down. I'm not the biggest fan of Korra, I gotta <laughs> say, but like, I would say like the hate get that it gets is like not justified. I will say when I was younger and like it came out right after Avatar The Last Airbender, I was not a fan because I was like, like I liked the idea of like having one continuous story as opposed mm -hmm. to like Avatar The Last Airbender was like different stories each for each thing. And that's primary reason why I still mm -hmm. am not a, the biggest fan, but like, it's crazy that you're getting like hate yeah. comments and, and like, that are worse. Yeah, like that's fair. Like I, Legend of Korra is so different from Avatar. So it's like, it's very fair. Like that, those are very fair critiques. But I don't know. People are just so weird. People are weird. <laughs> I think it's twofold. I think it's, I think it's definitely like the fact that like, she's a woman, she's the main character. Right. Um, mm -hmm. I also think it's, it's, and other series will do this too. It's the switch, the whole switch up of the cast, new series, new direction, new everything. When it's like, well, what happened there? And it's like, well, don't matter this is 75 years in the future however long you know it is well, well with Korra too it's it's very much like what happened with the sequels which is like Luke was in the sequels right but it's like Luke in a different light and like and Aang is mentioned in Korra but it's a different light so like, I really see a lot of I see mm -hmm. a lot of com like similarities between like the OG Star Wars and the sequels the conversations of um Avatar Last Airbender Religion of Korra because right like I I got this like series of like chorus and mary sue and then immediately people brought up ray skywalker and i'm like i'm not even talking about star wars like people just said it so i feel like it's a fandom thing too mm -hmm. like people just like very much what you were saying that like it's a switch up and like it's all the same beats as star wars and i'm like it's the same arguments as star wars too yeah <laughs> and there's also a almost like greater than the sum of its parts sort of situation not only is she female not only is it a switch up it's a switch up turned female like it's the it's well it's well culture it's yeah how dare you take away my little bald-headed boy he's a real man and and she know. and she's and she has a girlfriend at the end of the series yeah. like i know Nick, nickelodeon got yeah, so many that. emails from angry parents because she holds hands with a girl at the end of the series like I, it's very bold for that time though like that i think that's why i liked it yeah. so much so i'm like this is came out in like 2007 or something great for that mm -hmm. i i need to watch it like i see like I, it, I know it a really little bit about it watching. yeah it's it's definitely worth it's like i agree with like like sarah like it took me a while to get into it but when i got into it like i appreciated it for very different reasons that i appreciated mm -hmm. avatar yeah mm -hmm. Like, I'm all for enjoying it for what it is. 
Exactly. Also, I think Daniel Day Kim is also in Legend of Korra. I've heard that. Yeah, he he's in Legend of Korra too. Ozai. Oh, is he? Okay, okay. Um, Yeah, the the guy who plays Ozai. Do you know who he plays? Yeah, do you know he plays? He plays Asami's dad. I believe oh, so. No. He's not like a main character. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's a good Dan- role, though. I love, I love yeah. Daniel Day Kim. Yeah, the cast is really good for Legend of Korra. Like Rami Malek's in it, J.K. Yeah. Simmons is in it, like mm-hmm. Ami Plaza's in it. Oh. Um, Dante Vasco's mm-hmm. in it again. Zuko. So yep. like, yeah, yeah. I mean, and then it lasted five seasons, right? Four. Like, oh, four. Mm-hmm. So it's like four. a little, yeah. little longer than than Last Airbender. Um, and it, it, but it seems like, like they believe 14 it more? There were no, it was like 14 to 13 episodes per season, unlike oh. Avatar. And actually, mm-hmm. so like I've had so many people tell, tell me this in my comment section, but apparently, like it was only signed up for one or two seasons, so it they didn't believe in it at all, unfortunately. Oh. Okay. And then, yeah. and then it got more seasons, so that's another reason why they didn't follow one storyline was because mm-hmm. they didn't even know they were going to have more than one season. So yeah, like that's that like I knew. Yeah, that's like unfortunately, I think that definitely hurt it a lot. Like you can tell by the show. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, also I found out that Seashell, what's her name? Seashell Gabrielle. I think she played UA in the M Night movie. She voices a character in Legend of Korra. Oh. Um oh, okay. who does she? Hmm. Uh, she voices Asami. Oh, oh. <laughs> that's the actress who plays Yue in the M Night movie. Wow! Oh, <laughs> that's crazy. Asami's a main character, right? Yeah, Asami's a good yeah, character. character. That's okay. Korra's girlfriend. Oh, uh, okay, okay. Yeah. Um. See, I don't know this. Uh. Well, I knew the <laughs> girlfriend thing, but anyway, whatever. Um, yeah. But I thought that was interesting. I found that out because I was like, she was in another movie. And I was because I was, again, yeah, watching the movie. So I was like, oh, yeah, I remember her. She was in this other movie called Slight. Um, and she hasn't done much since. Actually, no, she was in Daisy Jones in the Six. Good for her. Um, Daniel Day Kim is older than... Paul Lee, who plays Oz, uh, 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 Iroh. Oh. In real wow. life, Daniel Day Kim's older. So there was an interview with, with both of them, and Paul was saying that, like, he used to watch his career and look up to him. And it's funny because I know he was like, I know I look older, but he's, he's actually older. And it's like, like how much? four mm-hmm. years, five years. Oh wow! Wow, decent. I mean, but that's Daniel Day Kim. Oh man! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I'm from Hawaii, so Hawaii Five O. Daniel Day Kim, all the way. He's everything. I love him. I know that the joke around has been everybody's calling him Daddy Day Kim. Like the entire <laughs> cast is calling him Daddy Day Kim. I love that. That's so good. My mom, my mom loves Daniel Day Kim. Like. Mm-hmm. Like, valid, valid. He has uh, moms love him, and everybody else loves him. Like <laughs> he's definitely he's definitely that actor. Um, um, we uh, 
I wanted to touch on this before we do get going, and that is the negativity around the girls in this cast. Um, and I wanted to hear uh, the three of your opinions. Um, not so much mine, but like the three of your opinions about, um, you know, them talking about, again, like if we talk wigs, that is founded, right? But there's a twofold thing that people are talking about. It's that like the girls aren't good looking enough, that these underage girls aren't good looking enough. Um, and then the second is that, you know, um, like the actress who plays May, uh, or sorry, my, 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 May. May. And May. the actress who plays Azula, um, mm. that people have problems with it. Uh, have you guys yeah. heard about any of this? Which is really important. It's really, really messed up and really unfair. Yeah, I haven't heard. I think it goes back. um, Sorry, no, no, no. I I also haven't heard about like the looks thing, but I also think it goes back to just hating on women to hate on women. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Um, it is very unfair. It's like I think they actually casted within their age range because the kids are they're really Mm -hmm. young in the original series. Like they're all like. I think Azula's like a teenager, like 14 or something. So like if they mm-hmm. casted teenagers, mm-hmm. they look like teenagers. And like teenagers are gonna look like that, you know? So like, I don't know. Like, um, it's so unfair that like they would get, I don't know, any hate towards the way they look. Um, like wings are yeah. one thing, that's like a Netflix problem. And I am sure they're gonna have a bigger budget the second season, so they're gonna fix the wig because they have such a great costuming. But like to fade on her looks, I'm like so worried for her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I haven't heard anything about the looks, but that's really it's really unfortunate cuz like you can go ahead and you can say the same thing about like some of the guy characters. There was a bunch of guy characters throughout the entire season like like even I have my thing about Boomy. Like I didn't like, you know, he was iffy, but I'm not about to go around being like, "Oh yeah, he looks terrible." Um mm-hmm. I think that's like really unfortunate, especially since they are like I don't know if all of them are underage, but like like especially given like if they are but either way they're like young actors actresses and like they shouldn't have to deal with that yeah most of the mm-hmm. most of the actors and actresses are underage Sokka and Suki are not they're like mid-20s mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. but everybody else seems oh um Zuko Dallas Lou is like 20 I think mm-hmm. I remember him from yeah, 10 yeah. 15 he's in pen 15 oh, he's in pen 15 oh my god no wonder yeah. he looks so familiar. oh my god okay now it's like making sense yeah i remember him yeah. now i love he's that maya's, show. he's maya's brother. yeah um yeah. i forget what his name is in mm-hmm. that sean i think no it's oh my god he's anna's crush yeah yeah anna's crush <laughs> um no wonder he looks so familiar i'm like where are you from okay um shuji shuji yeah mm-hmm. yeah um and that's where i recognize him from um but oh well people were talking about that he's not good looking enough to play zuko that the guy who played jet should have played zuko <laughs> so ridiculous <laughs> so ridiculous it's just the hair they have to see him with his hair now like yeah. they would just see it yeah. they would know yeah i think i re- yeah I mean, the yeah. jet guy. The jet guy was charming, though. But that's what Jet's yeah. supposed to yeah. be. Yeah. Yeah. 
But like Zuko's supposed to be angsty. Like he's supposed to be like there's no ice. There was like like that comment was perfect Zuko. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There yeah. was a comedic element to this that I thought was like endearing to Zuko. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um by the way, did we barely see Jet's gang? Like a hot second. Yeah. It was like they were a tr- solid dude. minute. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> what were you guys saying yeah we did they were sorry go ahead no, no no i was gonna say we only get a little bit of them but i know they do come back in season two or three of the original show so like they do come and yeah too they do mm-hmm. oh yeah that's right it's right they do come back but i think we didn't get enough of them yeah i was like, i think we just yeah. got introduced to them so I feel like maybe they will be reoccurring because yeah. technically everyone in Avatar is a reoccurring character. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I mean they got the they got a whole episode in the animated show, so like true, they definitely had true. a lot more screen time there. Um, like you know, I think as a gang all together, I think it was like a total of like maybe two minutes, one minute mm-hmm. thirty screen time for them, which was really unfortunate. But I kind of, I mean, like I liked what they did with. The characters that they picked out mm-hmm. so, was... the mm-hmm. costuming and everything was really good like they look they yeah, thought yeah. they really felt good. like the gang you know yeah mm-hmm. are they supposed to be like the lost boys essentially yeah and katara's mm-hmm. wendy in that respect yeah. it's peter pan actually, bringing wendy this is the first time i've heard that that's yeah that's actually true that's interesting yeah it sounds right it's yeah huh. so you're saying hmm. i'm a genius <laughs> They do both wear blue. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. Hmm. So um, Jet Peter Pan? Oh gosh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Maybe like once upon a time, Peter Pan. Yeah, definitely once upon a time. <laughs> Peter Pan. Like it's a twisted version of it, right? But yeah, like for sure. Yeah. Uh what happens in season two? He's gonna flood the place. Was that what the thing was? That was like, in season that was in season one. So in season two, he meets Suko. Oh. They all meet in Boston same, mm-hmm. which kind of gave mm-hmm. me a shoot with the live action there with a shoot because they were all in a shoot together. So kind of gave those same vibes. Um, I don't know. Maybe they'll do it again in Boston because they have to do Boston say because Boston say is yeah. like a major plot point of book two. So it's like five all, episodes. Yeah. So I wonder if they're going to bring him back. I wonder. He, they didn't really finish the storyline, so they could bring him back. For yeah. Is Toph in Boston say? No, she's like yeah. before they meet. They meet in a village before they go to Bossing Say. Okay, and that's the village that has the boulder. Is that what his name was? Yeah, the boulder, the yeah. rock. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do we yeah. think that's that the they're gonna get the rock? They're not the gonna pebble. get the rock, right? No, they're not because like he refused to do. It. Well, he refused to do it originally, so maybe he'll do it for this one. But they try to get him to do it for mm-hmm. Avatar: Lost Airbender to do oh. voice that character, but he yeah. wouldn't. So maybe they'll get. Maybe he'll do it now. He's he needs more work because people are not wanting to work. Oh with really? Him. Oh okay. Well, that's my gathering. That's my okay. gathering of because The Rock originally like left Fast and the Furious, and he came back recently. Like mm-hmm. he doesn't have franchises anymore because oh. he needs to be the biggest baddest guy. Oh, with no depth whatsoever, and so it's a problem. I used to like hate. I used to like The Rock, but now. Oh, okay. Well, he's gonna get beat I off. I thought he was gonna like, be beat by a little girl. Oh yeah. What is that? 
yeah. I thought he was going to be in like the live action Moana, oh, yeah. or like at least in Moana too. Yeah. Well, he's definitely mm-hmm. doing Moana too. Mm. But yeah, I think he's doing the live action one. Um, well, he would be beat by Top if he uh, came back so in Avatar. So I don't know if he would like that because Top's a little girl. Yeah. So, which would be hilarious to see. He wouldn't do that. He would You're right. It. He wouldn't do he, that. Yeah. Um, It'd be great if he did, though. That'd be really fun, though. John Cena would. <gasps> John Cena would. John Cena playing the Avatar's version of The Rock would be the funniest. Be like, epic. Like, that would be epic. His own parody <laughs> of The Rock would be super funny. That would be so epic. And he yeah. comes, that's a reoccurring role, too, because, like, that rock boulder mm-hmm. comes back in the ending, too. So, like, John Cena would be a regular then. Yeah. Or Dave Bautista. Dave Bautista would do it. There's yeah. Also, I like that too. Ethnically, ethnically, he fits better. Yeah, that fits a little bit. True. Oh my god. Yeah, I love this. They have to do this. Yeah. (laughs) Um, something that I that I wanted to touch on is how amazing it was to see so many different faces of people that, if it wasn't for this show would have way less time, if that, on camera. Mm-hmm. Agreed. We saw so many different faces, so many different hairstyles, facial hair, like like characters and different personalities. Personalities that are normally chalked up to, you know, all white casts. You know? Mm-hmm. I, like, uh, uh, Ken um, Leung's character commander Zhao? Yeah. He was really good. Mm-hmm. I liked him. Did you guys like him? I did. Oh, good. He was I really good. Such a yeah. twist. Yeah. He was like really, like he was sassy too. Like they he did he played him so well. Yeah. Some people didn't he was like so him. unexpected. Oh really? Everybody's all over the place with this show. I don't get it. Like because I, I liked him. I thought he did really well. Yeah. Same. I didn't like him initially because I was like, is it? But like right when he did like that, you know, reverse, I was like, yes, I like this change mm-hmm. now. Now mm-hmm. I can view the first thing that I saw to like now that what's happening here. He like did like a 180 and I loved it. Or maybe mm-hmm. a 360. I don't know. Whatever it is, <laughs> circle type thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um what what uh as we as we close this up. Um, I don't know if you guys had any final thoughts, but like, I guess the general question is, what do we hope for this series going forward? Um, I think that f- the flaws that I think that this show has is fixable. Definitely. It, like for mm-hmm. me, it's pacing. Oh, also yeah. editing. Like, I don't know if you noticed all the shots are really close shots. Mm-hmm. None of them, are, none of them oh, are yeah. like, mm-hmm. yeah, like, that's true. it's like, they didn't want to show much of the background because the background's mm-hmm. fake. I'm assuming. But like all the shots are really close. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, but so all the flaws that I, I I see for this show can be fixed if they change their mindset and mm-hmm. like what whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um mm-hmm. do you guys want to see a season two? Yeah, definitely. I, yeah. Definitely. Yeah. I think one of the biggest flaws that I felt like just throughout the whole show was just like, look, we, we did the thing from the original yeah. cartoon. Did you see that? Yeah. Did you see the, the cabbage man? That was the cabbage man. Did you see the cabbage man? Like Bato? I just like, that was a can we, sorry. Can we just yell Saka yelling Bato? I'm like, who is this for? <laughs> is this for yeah. us? Just for him. Bato. Yeah. Like, 
Wait, what's Bato? Bato is a character from one of the like side adventures, and he ends up being like in the dream, mm-hmm. like the spirit world, like dream sequence. Mm-hmm. And Sokka just yells Bato, and it's like, how would be anyone else know who this character is yeah. besides the people that have watched the original? And it's really just yeah. a wink and a nod, like, hey, we brought in Bato just for you guys. Yeah. And or it's like, like okay, when we didn't need that. <laughs> when Sokka was giving the doll and he called him Pippin Papinopoulos. Yeah, so there's just so many little things. It was just like, look, we did the thing from the original, mm-hmm. which I feel like that's such an easy fix. It, like, you can give a nice nod to the original show without it being so blatantly obvious and in your face. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, quick question, by the way, in the original cartoon, did Yue become the fish or heal the fish? Became the moon. The fish became the moon. Okay. She became the moon. (laughs) Yeah. But in this, she heals the fish. She still became the moon. Oh, did she? I like, I like the way they did this though. Yeah. They did a good job of the way they did it. Cause like in the, the, so in the animated, she like heals the fish and she like, like floats up essentially. Okay. Like this, like she heals a fish and then the move comes back at the same time, which is like symbolism that she well, she disappears too. though, right? Like she goes in. Lot, yeah. She like becomes energy. Mm-hmm. It's kind of the like fish represents she the becomes moon. the moon. Yeah. 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 I like that scene a lot because it was like okay. the first time they didn't hold our hands to it. Like they let us imply what was happening. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because correct me if I'm wrong, the way I saw it in this one is that. Because she was healed. Maybe I'm mixing up M. Night's thing. And I'm, I'm maybe this is me. Uh, I, I think you maybe need to erase that from your memory. <laughs> that's, I, I messed myself up. I don't know what what's a dream and what's a nightmare. I don't know anymore. Uh, I thought because the fish healed her when she was young or born or whatever, that she the fish didn't heal her. Okay, whatever. All right. Maybe it's the M. Night <laughs> Part of the spirit is in her, the fish, like the moon spirit. And I thought she was her. giving it back, but okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah, that's what happens. Th- yeah, that's what she's doing. She become the fish. Yeah. But she becomes the fish. She doesn't. She, like, she, she like, gives back part of her. Uh-huh. She gives her, she, she gives the part back of the moon spirit back to the moon spirit. And then she's part moon spirit. So she's becoming As back to moon are. spirit. <laughs> no, you <laughs> it's like she's special. <laughs> I, I get it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's just how the spirit world works. No one really knows. It just it just works this way. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um cool. All right. I'm glad I glad I solved that. Um uh what do we going uh, as we close up this episode what do we hope happens in season two seeing that we all want season two what do we hope happens in season two hope Aang learns some waterbending for yes. like starting at the very basics this man this boy needs to touch some water um and then also i'm hoping for you know great tough introduction like there's so many great earth bending scenes and so many great stories in Boston say I'm hoping yeah. for like I'm hoping for mm-hmm. some of it to be spread out and a little bit more relaxed um not as you know come on come on come on let, let's keep it going but um yeah I'm hoping that we get a lot of that mm-hmm. my hope for season two is it's fully fully the tales of bossing say yeah. is my favorite episode of the entire show I just, I hope they can do 
the tales of bossing say justice and really give us like a good hearty episode for tales of bossing say mm-hmm. i hope it's creepy yeah you know bossing say mm-hmm, is mm-hmm. pretty creepy yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like i do like agree i agree with both of them but like i hope Toph is done justice because Toph is great like she has such awesome moments with like the cast like she's the funniest like oh, I love Toph so much, um, and Tales of Bossing is one of my favorite episodes too. So I feel like I hope they like slow down the show for sure, so we have those more character yeah. moments because I feel like book, I mean book one two is really character driven, but like Bossing say to Tales of Bossing Toph is like they're all character driven episodes. So I really hope that they lean into character driven episodes more in season two. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm hoping they vary the pace because again, I mean it, it's kind of like for me percy jackson last airbender here like avatar like they were very similar shows and the way they chose to adapt their source material but like in this like all the shots were fairly uniform and the pacing of each cut was the same like instead Mm -hmm. of like letting some things go like that but then some things go like that they were just kind of like, like the fight scenes had a lot of cuts, but otherwise everything just kind of worked at the same pace. And I feel like they should change that up. I don't know if you guys felt that way, but mm-hmm. it was just kind of, okay. Just going yeah. through, it was know? very singular. I mean, like you were saying, it's very uniform. And like when you mentioned, like the shots were very close up, like I agree. And I think that might be due to like budget budgeting like the least like if you could remove the green screen as much as possible that's like ideal but um yeah maybe like doing I don't know like even doing like a one shot for a fight scene might be cool but yeah definitely changing it up would be cool yeah um I want to see Toph and I want to see the three Azula Tylee and May like Mm -hmm. fight Mm. They fight in in yeah because yeah they come and daddy yeah, jumps three. around and all that. Not, in, not oh 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 I thought you meant fight each other. No, oh, just okay. like in oh, general, yeah, like Kylie <laughs> jumping around. Do, mm-hmm. She does what? Like the mm-hmm. she does the stunning. Yeah, the yeah, the pressure yeah. points. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's very cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and like because those girls didn't get any time and i don't think it's fair mm-hmm. to those actresses to say if they're bad or good or whatever yeah you know? mm-hmm. um but like i want to see that and then um i guess the biggest thing is i want to see them take some risks with the lore not like mm-hmm. to a crazy extent but like they did with the 41st division i want them to add mm-hmm. and expand on things that they didn't get a chance to in the cartoon instead of following those same beats you can follow those beats, but then also like, I don't know, something. Don't show us like the origin story of the Cabbage Man. Like we don't need that. <laughs> but like, you know, oh my god, <laughs> a whole episode dedicated to him growing cabbages. Oh um, gosh. But like, I would be down. You know, something. <laughs> would you? Would you like that? Yeah, I think it'd be funny, like like a little like <laughs> short YouTube thing. Like they do this for Doctor Who. They have like little short episodes. Yeah. Wait, Maria, you should. Like, yeah, watch yeah, these. I was like, oh, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but 
but uh yeah maybe if they have like little shorts like that i think that would be funny like an okay. snl short yeah <laughs> that'd be really adorable if they did that uh, so collection of Quora does like silly things like that so like mm. that'd be like a fun homage to like i don't know i don't know it's just like the avatar lore in the yeah. world that avataria has so star trek like, does that too yeah Your star trek shorts I, yeah, yeah avatar is really goofy yeah, yeah. Like it's really silly and do something like that. That would lead into their like silly, goofy side. Yeah, definitely. I want them to have more fun. These actors are mm-hmm. act, like they seem like they're having a lot of fun behind the scenes. Yeah, yeah. But like, same with Percy Jackson. Yeah, yeah, that's a good comparison. Both of these didn't seem as fun as it would have been behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. That's a shame. You know. Um, as we close up this episode for real, uh, I want to thank all three of you so much for coming on the show, talking about, uh, uh, the last airbender, not the last airbender, avatar, the last airbender Netflix's, uh, version. Um, before we get going, does anyone have any final thoughts about this that they want to get off their chest? Um, I know, you know, Sarah, Sarah's on multiple podcasts talking about this. Any any yep. <laughs> any uh, key exclusives? Um, me? Yeah, I'm just I'm joking. I'm getting. Oh. <laughs> um, no, but any anyone have any final thoughts before we uh before we get going? Daniel Day Kim without a shirt on. I don't know. Yeah, I think we need more Daniel Day Kim without a shirt on. Yeah. Who are, you gonna, yes, who are you gonna root that. for in the final battle? I don't know. That's true. That's true. That was unfair for us yeah. to do that. Like with the Agni Kai. I was like, what are you doing? This is like an emotional scene. Put your shirt back on. <laughs> I, I'm yeah. distracted. Yeah. I'm worried. I'm worried that by the time season three comes around, that the actor who plays Aang is gonna be kind of like a gangly kind of teenager. Oh, you know, like an awkward teenager fighting, fighting yeah. Daniel Day Kim. He's just being kind of like, <laughs> you know, I don't know. Um, well, anyway, uh, thank you three so much for coming on. Um, thank you to uh, everybody out there who is watching and or listening. Patrick Star ninety two on Twitch uh, or All Time Vivian. Um, Thank you uh, to all of you. Before we get going, though, where can we find you? What do you got coming up? Anything you want to plug? Maria, you want to go first? Um, yeah, so I'm Maria Watches Everything on Instagram and TikTok. I am finishing up Legend of Korra content, uh, just because like, I just finished uh, season four. So like, just have stuff to finish up about. I probably will continue to talk about Avatar for like another week or two. And then maybe start talking about Doctor Who or Star Trek after that. Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sarah. Sure. Yeah. On TikTok, I'm at movies underscore and underscore T, and then on Instagram, I'm just movies and T. And I'm currently talking about Avatar: The Last Airbender on both both platforms. Uh, probably also going to talk about it for like another week or so. And then I'm currently rewatching Doctor Who in preparation for the new season that's going to come out. And Maria, I need to see, I need to know where you're watching Star Trek because I need to watch that too. <laughs> yeah, we, we'll definitely talk about that on the side. We'll talk. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay, awesome, awesome. And Maria, mm-hmm. where can we find you? Uh, what do you got coming up? Anything you want to plug? 
um actually dot maria on tiktok and then actually dot maria dot underscore on instagram um i just i've got a lot of cosplays coming up i've got some new things coming up i don't know if anyone knows about like miraculous ladybug i've got a bunch of new stuff coming up planned with that show so yeah i i love your cosplay it's it's like there was that tiktok meme if the boys find out that we can shape shift <laughs> right that, that yeah. Yeah. yeah like yep. yeah your cosplay is really good i just got back from a convention too where I was cosplaying all weekend, had all these photo shoots. So I got a lot of photos coming out soon too. Very nice. And you're going to be at WonderCon, right? I actually, there are some things happening behind the scenes. I might not be able to make WonderCon anymore. Okay. But hopefully, fingers fingers crossed. Okay. Um, well, either way, um, all three of you guys do a great job uh, with your content. I am lucky uh, and honored to have you guys on this show to talk about Avatar The Last Airbender. So thank you so much for coming on, taking time out of your night, especially your Monday night, because, you know, <laughs> nobody likes Mondays. Um, for anyone out there, uh, oh, like Neo Zero, Neo Zero Rob um, is out there, first time chatter. If anyone's a first time chatter, like, comment, subscribe, do your thing out there uh this is the key talks where we talk about a different topic every week some weeks i guess we do two in a row so yesterday um for black history month we did a black characters in fiction episode um where um, um we talked about just all the best stuff um and then today after our last airbender and i think the next one we're doing is dune part two so, you know, there's a lot of a lot of things. Every episode is a little bit different with the Keeg Talks. Uh, we also got Comic Talk every Thursday, 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern, where we talk about DC, Marvel, indie comics. They came out that week. And then we have a monthly X-Men show called State of X. So those you can all find at our uh, on Instagram and TikTok, uh, if you want to find our schedule there, at The Keeg Show, slash The Keeg Show, pretty much anywhere on social media. Um, if you're watching us live, you're watching us on twitch.tv slash The Keeg Show or youtube.com slash The Keeg Show, or you're listening to the podcast wherever you get your podcasts from, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, SoundCloud, Spotify, and iHeartRadio. Uh, that's pretty much it. Uh, that's, those are all the plugs on my end. Thank you guys so much for being on this. Thank you so much for watching. Once again, I'm your host, Demetra Pereira, and this has been the Keeg Talks Avatar, The Last Airbender. Take care, everybody. Bye-bye.